Hello, X marks the spot nation. It's Brandon. We're going to take a little break from the clue giving this week because I want to tell you about a new show from Cavalry Audio. So before we jumped into the Fen world, Cavalry Audio basically cut our teeth on true crime with shows like The Devil Within and The Shadow Girls, The Pink Moon Murders, Murder Chronicles. And we've got a new one. It's called Death by Southwest. It's a weekly show and it's hosted by two intelligent, funny, irreverent young women named Margot and Jenna, who also happen to be sisters, who live in the American Southwest. They live in Arizona. And so each week, they're going to tell you about a different grisly crime story that's unique to the desert of the American Southwest. Using a blend of narrative storytelling and conversational commentary, the sisters will explore shocking murder stories that range from the utterly bizarre to the downright bone-chilling unpacking both the lives and minds of the murderers and their victims. So yeah, it's a weekly true crime story about crazy shit that happens in the desert. And they're really good. I'm about to play you a brief sample from episode one of Death by Southwest. And while you're listening, as always, please go and follow Death by Southwest on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And Death by Southwest is also available as a premium listening experience with access to tons of bonus content by the sisters. So if you subscribe to Cavalry Plus on the Apple Podcasts app, you'll have access to all of that bonus content. Click the link in the show notes to listen and follow. So sometime after this is when that friend, that family friend of Prestopino's, Trisha Ott, she came forward and told police that during those two days that Christopher had that U-Haul rented, he called her to come over because he needed help with something is what he said to her. And according to Trisha, when she arrived at his house, he began to tell her a story about an unnamed female that came over to hang out. And they got high on methamphetamines. And this female started freaking out and apparently talking in, quote, the devil's tongue and threatening to call the cops on Christopher. So he didn't want the cops called on him. He obviously has several felony drug charges already. So he tied her up to a chair, according to Trisha, to calm her down. And when she he went to untie her, she punched him in the face. Things escalated and he strangled her to the point where she passed out. He thought she was dead. Oh, and I should have mentioned this earlier. She's tiny. She's I showed you her Instagram. We didn't even describe her. It's she's, hard to tell, though. Like, I mean, she's not is. a big human, but right. she, I couldn't tell. Is she tall? Like, she's it's five hard foot, to tell. Five foot tall, yeah. about 110 pounds. Okay. Very tiny human. So he went to untie her. I can only assume, which is not a good thing to do, but I'll just do it anyways. <laughs> um, assume that he had thought, okay, it's been an hour or however long, mm-hmm. maybe 50 hours, hopefully not. Mm. She's calmed down. Right. Let me untie her. Right. He d- And then she punched him in the face. And he was like, oh, she's not calm. Right. So I'm going to wrestle her back down. And at this point, she is fighting back. And they physically fought to the point where then he started to strangle her. Now, again, this is allegedly according to totally. Trisha. She then told police that Chris had a U-Haul truck. And in the back of the truck, there was a cement mixer and a freezer that was apparently taped and strapped shut. She also claimed that inside his garage, she saw a large concrete block sitting on some type of wooden pallet. Then she told police that Chris asked her for help moving the concrete structure, this concrete block that was on the pallet, 
inside the back of the U-Haul truck, but it was too heavy to move. So instead, Trisha just got in the U-Haul truck because Chris said, let's go for a ride. So Trisha said that they stopped two times on this little U-Haul joyride they were taking. But they didn't have the concrete pallet in They there. did not. They could the not get in The freezer was in there. The freezer was in there. So they won. The first stop, they stopped behind a, some random business where she said that Prestopino disposed of the freezer in a dumpster. And then they stopped behind the Paris Hotel and Casino where he tried to take a forklift, but was unable to take it for one reason or the other. Ott said to him, you're supposed to have clearance to be in this area. But somehow Christopher was able to enter that area, try to get the forklift, couldn't get it, and then drove away. Ott said that at this point, Prestopino was scaring her, which like, really, at this point, are you kidding? But fine. And she said that Chris was acting strange and kept turning the radio up so loud because he kept saying he thought the FBI was listening. So once they got back to his house, apparently she left. Who has paranoia now? I'll tell you who doesn't. Trish. Like, what are you doing? Did did you show up at his house, Trish? And he told you this story about this woman that came over. He fed her methamphetamines. She freaked out. He tied her up that he beat her and strangled her. And then he says, oh, hey, by the way, can you help me move this concrete block into the back of my U-Haul with the freezer I have back there? Like, what the fuck? Maybe Trish had a thing for Prestopino. I don't care if you uh, are the most I get spectacular it. man in I the get world. It. If you tell me that you strangled a woman and then you don't finish the story and you're like, anyways, I'm hoping you can help me move this concrete into my rented U-Haul and we could go for a little ride. Like, I'm out of there. Fucking run away so fast. I wouldn't. Guess what I'd ask before I run away. What? What's the end of the story, man? <laughs> like, you're going to end there. I tied her up. I hit her. I shut. We ate meth and fed or however people take meth. And then, okay, <laughs> hey, can I bother you a for point. a lifting muscle? You know, like. <laughs> no, that's a very good point. So earlier you pointed out murderers. I said murderers, and you were so right. Christopher was not the only person involved in this crime. Enter Cassandra Garrett, or Cassandra Boscones, or Cassandra Tran, or Nikki Hart. This woman went by many aliases. Cassandra was Prestopino's 39-year-old roommate at the time of the incident with Esmeralda. And I don't know much about her, except for that Cassandra apparently had a really big mouth. You just listened to a preview of Cavalry Audio's new podcast, Death by Southwest. If you want to find out how that big mouth eventually spelled the end for these cold-blooded killers, you can listen to the entire episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow Death by Southwest today so you never miss an episode.